0: So 31, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. 31. All right. So we're going to come back to this Swamp Boys. Got a little bit of Swamp Boys in here, a little bit of Prodigium, and a little bit of Ghost Train. See I don't know
1: all? if I'm getting mm-hmm. home today. Big Big blend. Together.
0: Um, again, I feel like we've been getting much higher without those fucking filters in there. So that feels good. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you found your thing. <laughs>
0: glad we got it together um alright let's start this fucking thing out
2: you can move that mic over will to you <laughs> you ever think we could do like you know segments of like you know shit that's going down you know what I mean like you
1: know Do you have something?
2: No, no. But I keep like thinking a of like, event yeah, yeah. There you go, like a current event. Yeah, well, or, you know, the week awoke. The I, week
0: awoke, right? I, I liked uh, that
2: idea. I just it kind of fell off. You I know, like collecting all the things that happened last week in that vein, right? Jesus, like, I mean, there's so like, much videos. What? Uh, what's? What'd you see last week? Think any good ones?
0: Well, what about your boy Cuomo? Yeah.
2: Um, With the mandates, that kind of stuff. No,
0: with the sexual sexual assault charges. Okay, is that or sexual? What are they? Not not assault, but uh, is this older? Is this older? No, it just.
3: But it was just came out yesterday.
0: Was
1: that
0: a new one? Did he have like some older stuff? Well, he had the older stuff, but the Attorney General for New York just Mm -hmm. came out with, uh, you know, like uh, findings that right some uh, an accusation or
2: something. Right.
0: I mean, so they don't have criminal charges against him but you know there's a lot of calls for uh, him to resign
2: hmm. and he's that's it's i find it interesting when people are on uh i guess you could just say the woke side or whatever yeah. and or then any they, side and then they do something that contradicts yeah you know like i was with someone recently and we were at like a like a barbecue right and this person is very liberal even even to the social justice level yeah, like, but you, you can say whoa pretty easily and they uh, don't believe that the um, Fauci Ouchi is good for them uh, yeah for the- <laughs>
3: I have not heard the Fauci ouchie can you
2: explain that to me please yeah. <laughs> what is
1: that <laughs>
2: you know the jab <laughs> the jab the double jab yeah okay yeah. Um, so she thinks that it's unhealthy for her to get it, yet she's so on that side that she's, like, wearing a mask, like, in her family's house. Right. So it was interesting to see that kind of, like, of a conflict, right? When, right. When, on, you know, you have this one part of you that's, like, thinks, people think is on this side and this other part of you that is on that, you know, and then yeah. you have this internal that conflict. Should
4: be condemned for if they knew
0: right yeah maybe she, she would she'd be ostracized from that's the thing man the woke fucking eats its own It, it does. it's, it's yeah. horrible and good fucking I hope Cuomo like I don't like to see people go down but that fuck man what they've done these guys consolidating power and trying to be these like end all be all you know
3: mm-hmm.
0: my word is what mm-hmm. happens they need to fucking all be shipped out Giving mm. Italians a bad name. Giving Italians a bad name? <laughs>
1: it's a la- It's an Italian last
0: name. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's also Cuomo. a city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuomo's a city? Mm.
2: Okay.
0: It's a corrupt city. Cheap and then Gallen. his fucking brother, Chris right. Cuomo, the yeah. CNN guy, yeah. he's facing backlash for, you know, because he was giving him advice and stuff on how right. to get around this and yeah
4: there was some yeah yeah, some, yeah. Uh, well then that dude got caught staging his whole covid thing when he got it last year it was <coughs> right. like hiding in his basement but
0: pretending like pretending it's this be- big thing pretending yeah. he was, quarantining reality was
4: what well he he like on cnn they were following him and made it look like he was quarantining in his basement away from his family and all this and then people saw him going out into public and uh, but on the news they were portraying it. It's like
1: the whole mask mandate. We saw so many of those stories where they were like wearing a mask and then they wouldn't yeah.
4: wear them. And then they go out and get yeah. their yeah.
2: haircut. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> why you go... got to wonder. She's <laughs> <laughs> got specific. Wonder, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's a control thing,
4: you know, and I don't
0: see how people can still buy into this. It's for the better of uh-huh. society. But look yeah. at China. It's China, still still China I guess, just it. locked the fuck down is that in right? Wuhan again.
2: Australia is nuts. Do about yeah, right? that. that stuff? I yeah, didn't yeah, hear about Australia. Did <laughs> you see that crazy video? What was, was it? There's this crazy video. It's like out of a horror movie of a newscast lady. And um, on the screen behind her is like the phrase from the government or from somebody, which is like, I forget the phrase. Like, you know, no, no, uh, uh, no regrets or something like that. Meaning mm-hmm. like nobody can die. Like no, we'll have no regrets policy or whatever. And it was like one person had died. And they were like, n- nine hundred thousand people can't leave their homes, something yep. like that. And they're like Damn. announcing it on the news. It's fucking mm-hmm. horrible. And they're starting to, some sort of a police state kind of thing. They're starting to do like military well, that's they're, occupation. I saw, yeah. They're trying yeah. to, yeah, to fucking know. do that, because man. Was, you yeah. can,
0: you can see this stuff is just. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we talk about balance, fuck, man. I mean, where's the balance in mm-hmm. understanding? Okay, we've got a legit problem that we got to deal with. Mm-hmm, but cool. let's figure out a real solution, and we let these fucks mm-hmm. like fauci and mm-hmm. the c d c do you see the c d c extended that or or biden and the c d c extended that um the eviction no the no, eviction the, 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 moratorium yeah. yeah right, and it's like you're gonna give people all this extra money, okay right because a lot of people made a lot of money you know from the unemployment and then the riders that would go along with it
2: the tech companies made bank last year
0: well right I mean they made fucking hand yeah, over fist they, but they I'm they saying do. I think people have a feeling like landlords somebody who's got a couple properties is like this wealthy fucking yeah, like yeah, land yeah. you know
4: yeah, yeah oppressor
0: and yeah. so they think it's right. like cool, cool. well Hashtag we don't need to pay our fucking end rent or whatever, yeah. whatever and it's that like yeah. that person's got a <laughs> Pay their mortgage, mm-hmm. feed and their family. It,
2: yeah, and it's. I've been thinking about that one a lot lately. Yeah, because they also think that anybody who's rich like took it from someone else. Right, but that's like a, uh, you know, that's a whatever you would call that, like it's a baseline assumption. And then all these other thoughts come off of that assumption. Like once you have that thought that rich people get it from poor people, then from there you get all these other thoughts. But nobody really like, rarely asks whether that's true. Cause yeah, I you know those are, are disaffected. Well,
4: that's uh-huh. kind of the problem with all of this, right? Is nobody's asking themselves if it's true, if anything's right. true, right? Yeah,
2: right. yeah, 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 for sure. And and I think maybe like people who start businesses, they have like maybe like more conscientiousness. Maybe they're uh, they lean more conservative as well because of that. Or I think small businesses, right? For because sure. but so, not these big corporations. These yeah, big corporations right. Right. But are as far are like woke as fuck. Right, but as far as people like that owns some properties yeah. that they rent to other people. Right, They take the risks, they take the time, they save the money, they do all the things right. that those other people aren't doing. And then if you don't do that stuff, you don't realize what that person went through to start the business, to have employees, to pay insurance, right? To, right. So they don't they don't see that other aspect of it.
0: Right, so they think, and that's that's the thing that's so fucked up about a lot of people's positions is that they're hurting the middle class. You know, you got somebody who maybe saved up some money, was smart enough to leverage something, had, you know, whatever insight and bought a property or bought a couple properties or invested in like a multiplex type of property with other investors. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, okay, this is going to bring me a little bit of income or it's going to be a long term, you know, retirement investment or or whatever. And again people think that you know all of a sudden that they're like by not paying their rent or by whatever yeah. they do like they're going to hurt the fucking big guy. It's like all these taxes, you know that people want to push, mm. right? So mm-hmm. that they tax the wealthy. Yeah. Not understanding that the the wealthy that you're talking about have fucking accountants. And accountants, if they're hiring mm. good accountants, are going to find every loophole possible. Right. All their money is they in know the how corporation
2: it. name, it's in Sweden banks, it's whatever.
0: And they <laughs> should, man. I mean, the government mismanages our money so bad. If you're making a lot of it, why would you want the government to take it and mismanage it? So so then the middle class gets hurt a lot more than people realize. You think? I think the middle class always people. gets fucking hurt. Mm. But it's the lower middle class... You know and middle class that hurt themselves mm-hmm. i mean i know people that are so fucking like they think again that like the minimum wage thing for instance is these powerful corporations that are just bleeding people out and that's like okay but what about the little small shop that could have hired two employees but now has to hire one employee because you're mandating a job that just, or, or mandating a wage <coughs> that the job just doesn't
3: right.
0: pay. Right. You know, it's just, <coughs> I mean, there's jobs that aren't $15 an hour jobs right now. Yeah. And, you know, then people get pissed and say, the cost of living, well, look at this inflation that's happening. I mean, inflation is happening in large part because of all of these fucking like this covid bailout right Right. i mean you can't give people like i had with one of the guys here he was teach his own right i'm not judging anybody in this manner was saying how much he got on unemployment this year right but in the same sentence talking about how big corporations get bailed out and i'm like you guys who took that which again to each his own, but you took way more money than any of these big corporations has ever taken. Because when you have however fucking, you know, 70 million whatever people were taking that 600, however many working class that were doing that, times that by that 600 each month, it's way more than any other bailout. So you can't be that guy who says, they're, they're doing it, they're doing it, but then as soon as it comes to your opportunity that you do it, and it's okay because you're the little fucking guy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm.
4: learn how to play the game
0: better, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, and on that note with the jobs too, it's like people argue for $15 minimum wage, but <clears throat> what what's funny is like they don't realize when you start increasing minimum wage, you're actually taking jobs from people like like high school students that maybe need to extra income Uh for their family Uh or- Or or need to learn how to have a job. Yeah, or that. Uh Yeah, people Uh that have no experience because as soon as those smaller businesses have to start paying people more money, they're not going to take somebody that they might have been able to train off the jump. They're going to take somebody that's got the experience and the know-how to do that job versus like, yeah, I mean, some high school student that needs to help his mom pay rent. It's like Uh shit out of luck now because- there's a 22-year-old that's willing to work that job. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, we know a kid who's 15,
2: and he started working at Chipotle for 15 bucks an hour. Yeah. And I told that to my girl, and she was all pissed because she, like, graduated school, had, like, was doing, like, AutoCAD, and she got hired at 15 <laughs> bucks an hour. It was, like, a skilled job. <laughs> right?
0: Well, so, he's 17,
2: isn't he? 17. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah but you know Still. what I mean? Yeah. She's just, like, right into Chipotle, you know, 15 bucks an hour. Right. I was
1: paid eight dollars, my first fast food job.
0: I remember back in the day. This is how <laughs> fucking old I am. I think it was like three sixty was uh, uh, like shit. the minimum wage, something like that. It was somewhere in the threes.
1: And yeah, the cost of life was relatively cheaper, right?
0: Yeah, or proportionate. I, that Propor- would be so, like the interesting thing is, you
1: know, like, as that has mm-hmm. gone up. Everything else has gone up.
0: Mm-hmm. But not proportionately. Everything no. has gone up way more than what uh, the increase has. But of again. Do you think so? Things are more
2: expensive. Rent's more expensive relative yeah. to what people make. Yeah. The ratio. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the
1: ratio was. I'm
0: good. Mm-hmm. I'm good too. Yeah. Um, but again, this is the thing. It's that people want to bitch about that kind of stuff. I mean, here's the th- I don't know. I think you either got to learn how to play the game better or you got to change the way that you fucking vote and see the world and Mm -hmm. do that. Because a lot of people want to fucking complain about that shit, but then they'll look at the current administration. It's the same fucking people who've been in office for 40 fucking years. Mm -hmm. And if shit hasn't gotten better, then why the fuck are we still going to vote these same motherfuckers back in? Mm -hmm. You know, but because. They made it an identity politics thing. The illusion
2: of choice, right? That we're actually choosing between anything. Yeah. It's all kind of the same mold or whatever. Uh, This is where it gets into where, like, why I don't vote as well. Because I don't don't understand economics. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like I get the free market concept. Like, you pay as much as the job's worth. You sell the thing for as much as people will buy it for. That kind of stuff, you know. But then... Yeah, yeah, it just gets complex, you know. Once we start talking about,
0: well, that's um, like the, the baseline, though. Yeah, you know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm.
1: Would it be really weird even for me to say this? To like, in order to vote, you have to like pass a certain like right. a test. You have she to take a out. test. I think that's a great idea. I think, yeah. Yeah. Be I think yeah. that
0: people you pass a test do that as far as like
1: you know, yeah. like you know, oh, well. we're in high school or we do ASA, SATs yeah. or whatever. You can just have they something have a, or driver's right. license.
0: Maybe yeah. like a class yeah. like in high school you know how they yeah. like they, they required swimming yeah us. but that stuff started going yeah. away yeah. <laughs> but you know what i'm saying <laughs> right, right, right. so have a class that's that. required right they, yeah. you know
2: yeah it's like they used to have civics i never took yeah. civics not a single i, I think mean, i took one civics
0: yeah, i think it class. was an elective mm-hmm. for
3: us yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah
1: but anyway a test uh, right. but right. and
0: yeah, yeah, yeah you didn't even to be honest i didn't even know what a lot of those classes were you just heard the name of it what and was that shit? nobody knew yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. Everybody knew way. it wasn't oh, right. a class, it Sounds boring. a yeah. serious right. class. Right. Where Thomas Jefferson was yeah. that? Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> the only thing I mean, literally the first time I heard Western Civ. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? What does that I mean? I dig man? that fucking, that class yeah. was awesome. Okay. But yeah. I didn't know it was the development and history of Western civilization and how it came to be. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was something Mm -hmm. so different in your mind. Right. And so Mm -hmm. if you kind of explain what this, why it's important to learn how to vote and to Mm. learn how to do that thing. I think
2: that was a part of, I don't remember if it's like the Greeks or if it was actually the founders of America, that that was like a part of the whole thing at the beginning. It's like you can't have democracy without people being educated about it, mm-hmm. and I think being involved, too. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, fuck yeah. I, I,
2: I, I definitely avoid, you know, that. I can't, I don't know. I have a hard time seeing how me at, like, a But there's a
0: lot of ways you, you know, can be involved, I think. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. I don't think you have to And be... I haven't
2: found what that mm-hmm. is. You know, I, I, I we've talked about that before. I'd like to somehow, you know, I'm so, like, shelled off, I feel like sometimes like I, maybe I help, you know, people that pay me and like that, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I have that interaction, but you know, I don't know how to do anything else. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I worked at a youth center mm-hmm. and, I, and I saw that world and that was cool, but I was getting paid, honestly. Yeah. Like I wasn't like volunteering. But I don't know.
1: Well, we're that. doing it right now. Right? I don't,
0: I don't suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you, do you guys think it's bad to do something like that and get paid? Though, it's, to, it's, to do no, like... No, 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 no. Do you think, think it's less than... No, noble, no, like the Like somebody who does it oh, volunteer it? Oh. for free hmm. versus somebody well, who does it I think the argument would
1: be that some people would say, you just, are doing it, you're not really helping, it's not genuine, huh. like it's not a
0: Maybe some people
2: would. Because you're getting mm-hmm. money out of it, you're not right. doing it. You could also make the argument that maybe it's like however you do the best than the most for others mm-hmm. like it'd be like a utilitarian thing that would yeah. be the one yeah. or maybe um i would say for my position it was like great i make money and you know do something that i enjoy and
0: that other people mm-hmm. uh, that kids like and yeah. you know, make some sort that's of that's that you know Ayn rand mm, you know philosophy taking it a little bit mm, further in being right, selfish that in value in a of good selfishness way. right mm-hmm. yeah virtuous selfishness yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah
2: it is that Yeah, so that's ideal to get paid for that. Yeah,
0: that's what I think. And I I think people who say stuff like, oh, it's not genuine. It's just, again, this is like you're playing the game shitty. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, why not? If that's something that you really believe in, then why not make it something that you can make a living at, right? And then here's the idea with capitalism is that then if you're really fucking good at it, or you really are creative at it, or detail-oriented, or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. skills that really stand out, then you can excel at it. And why couldn't you make a lot of money mm-hmm. and yeah. still be doing something like that? Like you, you what know?
1: is it hurting? Who is it hurting if right. you make money while right. helping right. someone else? Right.
0: And this goes to what then this whole argument that we kind of started with you know, people upset about wealthy people, This is something I've read in multiple um, books, and that's that there's no, like, finite amount of wealth to be created, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's a construct anyway. Right. So you're not held down by, oh, there's only, you know, so much money in the world and (laughs) all of these fucks And that makes it a
2: zero-sum game too, Mm -hmm. right? Because if, if you have, then other people don't have. That's like a zero sum idea,
4: but mm. there's other games where both people benefit. Right? Famine mentality. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, <clears throat> I don't know, but I, yeah. in regards to what you were saying, I would think that we would look at it as if somebody's doing something to help people, but they're also getting paid for it. Wouldn't they maybe take that more seriously? Because now yeah. No, I agree. I yeah. was just
1: saying that's what I hear yeah, the yeah. argument. I don't. No, I'm, I've heard that argument too. Yeah, just, like yeah, that's I hear that because, because it advocate. comes from a. I don't like capitalism, right? Yeah. So, anytime I hear that, they usually accompany it with something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. I don't even know. that
0: fucking Black Lives Matter chick likes capitalism. The one who <laughs> got all the houses, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she got move, all the fucking like, houses. are the richest white neighborhood <laughs> in California. Yeah. But she's even even socialists, like right. yeah.
2: I think uh so here's something I, <laughs> I you know dollars. <laughs> yeah 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 um and they write books and stuff but um you know I I do think there's still a point to it though like this is something I struggle with with the you know all the personal responsibility the virtuous selfishness and all that kind of stuff there is this other thing about doing things for others that I can't I I have a hard time rectifying those two views cuz I have an intuition like I listen to um Evander Holyfield was on Mike Tyson's mm-hmm. thing and it was great. I love Evander. like he's a great storyteller and he's a dope dude. And he was saying his mom was like telling him when he was like at the top and he was all rich. She's like, if you don't save, that means you're not doing anything for anybody else or that in the future you won't be able to do things for other people. Mm-hmm. She's like, If you save, that means you're able to you have more so you can give or do things, you know. Right. And that view resonates with my intuition. Mm -hmm. So even though I believe I I, I like a lot of the personal responsibility ideas and that totally makes sense. Only you can help yourself that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. But at the same time, I also think that that so so maybe someone that, you know, I mean, you could take an extreme like there's there literally are people that devote their whole life to working with the homeless people in India or some shit. Their whole life. That's mm-hmm. just what they do. And right. they maybe they get paid in food and a place to sleep. But that's pretty dope, right? Like, maybe that's what, like, so, like, let's say someone who doesn't volunteer at all. And they're like, oh, you get paid. You're lame. Like, it, you know, they're, they're feeling that intuition that there's maybe something more
3: mm-hmm.
2: to, like, self-sacrifice or something like that. Sure. But they're missing the point that we're not, you know, not everybody's like that. Right. And, and money's a good incentive. Well, and you and that can makes sense self-sacrifice
0: too, in a lot of ways. I mean... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of military guys who've served a career feel like it's their self-sacrifice for, mm-hmm. you know, that part of sacrifice. I mean, yeah, they'd sense. rather be at war maybe than mm-hmm. the other, mm-hmm. at least yeah, initially. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, and they are making – I mean, they do make some yeah. money, but, but they're also – you know, they're being – yeah, they're living the life. It is similar because, mm-hmm. you know, you're fed and, and clothed. Yeah, so and you can
0: – I think yeah. anything that you can find a purpose to – But but mm-hmm. then again, though – would you, would, does it have to have a higher value? Like if, mm. you know, this is where, I, I don't know, I, I'm i trying to train myself to to think otherwise. Like I'm trying to train myself to think like, yeah, okay, but that guy's fucking, why couldn't you be like that, right? And still have financial backing at the exact same time like mm-hmm. what like what's to say that being impoverished you know and mm-hmm. sacrificing
3: mm-hmm.
0: everything like mm-hmm. you know material for mm-hmm. instance mm-hmm. is better mm-hmm. than the guy who doesn't mm-hmm you know maybe do they reach a higher plane but why couldn't this guy still reach that high plane as right. well you know really got I
4: got an example yeah. on that just mm. because I, I always think about this dude um, well at least over the last year like I've been inspired by like Kevin Hart. You know, one of the top comedians, arguably the top comedian of all time. I mean, as far as his numbers go and everything, the guys, Statements, beyond rich, right. came from, from true true rags to <laughs> riches story. Like, his his father yeah. was a drug addict. Fucking, you know, he saw the worst of the worst growing up. Dude made it to the top. And now he, he spends, like, most of his time when he's not acting and doing comedy and stuff, going to inner cities where, and this is, like, what we talked about before, too, with, like, people that are a little less uh i guess at a a disadvantage you know from birth so to speak he's teaching them how to use money he's teaching Mm -hmm. them about finances and about the economy and and how to understand these things so that they can work their way up out of their to me, and he's inspirational. Yeah, it, By the way he talks, like he's the perfect person to do something like that. because yeah. he's
2: yeah. funny, right? Yeah, and he like serious, knows what, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. has something to give to and, you, right? And yeah. I feel like
4: he's already he already kind of gives the world something with humor, right? We all need relief. We all need to fucking laugh sometimes, and mm-hmm. but he he goes that step further to you know really mm-hmm. go back to to the problems that he saw when he was growing up and figuring out how to you know, lift people up to to where he's at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you educate them. You show them
0: how to do it, Mm -hmm. right? And then you give them the freedom to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's but that's Mm -hmm. what we're fucking up, Mm -hmm. I think. I I think we're fucking it up bad. You know,
1: I don't see humor as being just a relief. I think humor also helps challenge thoughts and ideas and stuff like that. So it creates that, you know, Mm -hmm. dynamic... Mindset
3: Humor's going to gonna
0: be going by the wayside, though. You know, yeah, we're the direction mysterious. we're going. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. Like, if everything is offensive, it used to be that comedians oh, yeah. were. Comedy like, is offensive. Right. Yeah. Like, and that the they the were the level. untouchable. Yeah. Ones, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: There's
0: what do a, you think about the whole, like, that Louis C.K. position? About what? You know, like, and the whole. Canceled. Yeah, canceled.
2: Uh-huh. That was complicated. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean... I love Louis, though. Yeah. He's hilarious. He's He's top five for me.
4: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I think his situation's a little different, maybe, but he also... Well, he was... No, his was just, like, masturbating, right? Yeah, Uh, but he, he like, allegedly
0: only... uh, This is my... What I understand is... He would ask people. Yeah, yeah. Right. That, mm-hmm. See, that's and that's even some where other I'm comedians confused.
4: I came forward and was like, yeah, I said yes, I let him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like Sarah Silverman, he yeah. said, and she was like, I thought it was hilarious. That was right. just what Louis used to do. Every like yeah. all the comedians said they would be chilling in a green room and he would just yeah. start <laughs> jerking off in the corner. But it was like his thing. But yeah, in those situations <laughs> with his allegations, <laughs> I'm pretty sure all of those women said he did ask like they all admitted he asked for permission but they try to make it like there was this power dynamic that they felt like they had to say yes and i don't know i i could understand that position but i also think it's kind of bullshit and he was he was making a strong comeback until he fucking told that parkland shooting joke and somebody leaked it on the internet before it was done so now mm. he's just back in the same boat, but he went. He was touring the rest of the world that whole time. Yeah, you
2: know, yeah, right? And then yeah. he
4: came out with that special, like,
2: you know. But I don't do think do.
4: uh, I don't think it's justified to take the man's career away and fucking, you know. I I mean I I I don't know. But I, on that same note, I heard I've heard like Pete Davidson, or some other comedian, say he's kind of a dick. So maybe he had it coming. Who knows. It's an interesting conversation,
2: at least, like, because so the, le- the other side of it, the, you know, how people say there's no such thing as cancel culture, which is another interesting thing that's going on right now. There's so many, like, semantic arguments, like, it's, they're not teaching CRT. There's nobody says, you know, Derek Bell in a kindergarten class or whatever. Um, but that, uh, you know, so there are gray areas, right? Like, there are times when someone does something fucked up and they lose their job because it was fucked up right so that does happen too right and then on the other end is like people get canceled for stupid shit um so that happens as well because of a couple emails and things like that um so i don't know so that's i think interesting about it is there is like a range and people could be anywhere on that range and sometimes it gets into the gray area you know what i mean and it's like you know so i don't know that's at least one interesting aspect
0: yeah
4: yeah Yeah, it's balance Mm. how do we restore the balance in this situation how do we find our way back but common sense Uh, but nobody wants to have
0: fucking common sense because common sense Mm. is hard man you gotta you gotta work for it a little bit you gotta Mm. you know you gotta think about things you gotta challenge your beliefs you gotta challenge other people's you know positions right and, and
2: and the thing that's missing in it maybe is is forgiveness like that's what culturally would maybe it's because all this shit happens in public and never, that's never happened before there was never 300 million people and we're talking about this one guy we all know his name and everything he does or whatever <laughs> all his private right. shit you know yeah here's like an how interesting was thought
4: because basically social media is the new town square right okay yeah yeah do you uh-huh. think this happened in the town square back in the day were there like people was there a that guy that like, was like, yes. like said yeah. fuck all yeah. chicks? still happens yeah where they're just not like Charlie's America. never coming back to shop know. at this fruit stand because he right. fucking sets up to move pro- to another town. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right. I suppose it was less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that did happen, right? Because mm. if what if someone did something fucked up to somebody, you know about that shit? And you're like, oh no, you're not. You know, the, you're not, I'm not selling my oranges. Yeah. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. Um It does get happen. Potatoes somewhere else. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Um, it is weird that it's... You've got to work again. your way back into yeah. The <laughs> right. society. Yeah. yeah, the forgiveness part. That's mm-hmm. that one. Right, yeah. So we don't have that. But it's weird that it's this public thing. Like, can I don't even know if you can have that publicly. Um, I heard someone call it recently the um, the society, or the I think that's it, the society of the spectacle. Like everything's about
3: mm.
2: just like this thing to watch. You know, we all want to be watched, you know, on Instagram and... Pictures and selfies and saying something and kids want to be famous, mm-hmm. right?
0: Influencers, right? is that yeah. kind of like the mm-hmm. new? Yeah, like- you know, uh,
2: Kim sent me this influencer. She sold. She was a like a you could say a model or whatever, you know. Uh, and she sold a, a NFT for a quarter million dollars, and it's a date with her. That's the NFT. It's like I don't know how it works. Like, maybe,
1: she's selling a date.
2: She's selling a day, yeah, yeah, with some anonymous dude, you know. Um, so, right, and that, like I don't know. It was just some crazy thing. Cause People she's will buy
1: the, some crazy stuff. I know invisible sculptures. And she said she was
2: influenced by that. That's what this chick said. She was like, oh, really? yeah, "I saw that invisible sculpture thing, and I wanted to do my own thing." <laughs> and you know,
1: well, I'll, I mean, if money is just a construct, right? Yeah, well, they're taking like It's like it's something it, you're sure. picking up along the way in your life. Mm-hmm. You you don't have to have money, but that's what everyone's doing right now so you might as well have a place in that right
2: it's a weird thing like i'm i'm you know i don't know what to think like part of me is like if people are gonna do stupid shit i might as well make some money at it like maybe i would be okay with that but my other part of me looks at that world and is just like it's just bullshit Mm
3: -hmm. like
2: the whole world is just fake fucking bullshit yeah and i don't want anything to do with it that's my i'm like on both sides but i'm like man i'll make some money i guess yeah i don't know
0: I think there's a way you can do both, you Mm -hmm. know, make money and Mm -hmm. do shit that you believe in and do things, you Mm -hmm. know, where you don't have to necessarily cross Mm -hmm. like that threshold.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I even, I think I have an immature attitude towards making money. I have a hard time with it. It's taken me a uh, while to change,
0: you know, and I'm actively like working on changing my perception of it. Mm -hmm. And... I've learned a lot of stuff, man. You learn a lot of just bullshit beliefs. You know what I'm saying? That you had? Yeah. That mm-hmm. You know, I used to be that guy way back in the day where you would think that martial arts, right? Because I fucking ate it up, man. It's like all I've done for, um, you know, years. But, like, I was that guy that was so serious into it that it was almost like you felt... Like you were giving something that was, you know, even it wasn't like you couldn't take money for it. Ah, you know I feel that I'm way saying? too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, right. That's such a I feel bad for it because it's like a sacred thing. Right. You're like, oh man, you know, it's so cool that you get to participate mm-hmm. in this. Yeah. And then the money thing's like weird. I, I people in India would do this thing where if you went for like a guitar lesson or like a music mm-hmm. lesson. Uh, And Indians here do this too. They have like a cabinet in the kitchen or like somewhere. There's a cabinet and it's like the altar. Mm -hmm. So you open up the cat. It's just like in a regular place in the corner or something. You open it up and there's like pictures of gods and stuff and incense Mm -hmm. things. And and you put your money in there. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was kind Mm -hmm. of a cool way to like deal with a little bit of that weirdness. There there is some weirdness Uh about it, right? There's something weird about it. About coming to terms of how much you're going to pay me. You want a certain amount. I want a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's all these, you know, how much am I tricking you by saying that, oh, I deserve this much? You know, like, I remember once I was young and... and. Uh, uh, we got offered a friend of mine got like a wedding gig to do like a wedding and, and we, were, we were doing some Indian music actually like I was playing guitar he had a tabla he was really a drum set player and he kind of sucked at tabla but we were like you know <laughs> what what's and that it's like an Indian drum it's a pair okay. of drums uh-huh. a small one and a big one okay. it sounds like that Okay, <laughs> and uh, so the, he had the people over the couple and we you know, talk beforehand, we didn't know that weddings paid as much as they did, mm-hmm. right? And so we talked beforehand, we we're like, all right, what do you think we could get 250, 300? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, like offer 300 and then we'll ask for 250. And we uh, or like, well, you know, go down to that or whatever. Right. And then, you know, we talked for a while and at the end, they're like, well, how much do you guys want? And he just jumped out with like 700 or something. And they were like, Okay. And I you know and I I, you go through those kind of things, like how much you deserve and you know what I mean? Uh Um, and I still go through that stuff. I I, yeah, I still go through it. What
1: if you deserve however much that person is also willing to pay? But like ultimately they're making a choice. They don't have to. They want something cheaper, they can find something else. Yeah, and that's maybe
2: back to that free market idea. It's like you can charge as much as you can charge. Right. Yeah. Like if you make money at it, then that's, you know, maybe it's too small of a price, but it's not too high because people Mm -hmm. are buying it. Something like that. There's some logic in it. Yeah. I
0: I think for sure. And I think that comes back to individual responsibility and also, you know, um, meritocracy. Right. So. If if I'm good at influencing you, I mean, I think everybody who's done jiu-jitsu, unless somebody has been horrifically injured by it, I think everybody else who's done it is going to say something positive about it. I mean, I don't think there's too many people who would say that there's a negative about learning jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. for instance, right? And so yeah. if I'm then better at, you know, influencing you guys to take – a step or somebody else is better at influencing, you know, mm-hmm. they should be able to charge for whatever they can charge as long as they're not intimidating you or mm-hmm. bullying you mm-hmm. or tricking you, right? Yeah. Manipulation like that. And you, want then,
2: and you want them to be like actually knowledgeable and good at what they
0: Well teaching. I think that that's yeah. where the individual has to do some level, especially in this mm-hmm. day and age. Yeah. of. Little information, right? You you go
2: and you like are discerning. Yeah, does this person know what he's talking about? Right, and you
0: test it out. You maybe Mm -hmm. just.
2: Maybe that's like symbolically Take a look around. symbolically it's the guy in the Kung Fu movie who like challenges the dude. He comes into this place and he's like goes to the teacher and challenges him. Right. Which I know you've been through. But you know what I mean? Like you know, even like as a guitar player, you uh, go to a teacher and you're like, All right, well let's play. Let's a Let's have bit. a guitar off. Well, you know, just play. Yeah. You're like let's play a song. Or those let's
4: open jam nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we'll yeah. see
2: what's up. Like it's obvious. Immediately and. it's obvious, right? at least you know it depends on how much you can see because yeah. if you're a beginner you can't really tell things
0: but well right I, mm-hmm. and i'm not saying you should challenge anybody like that i'm saying that, you know you should like observe you should go in with an open mind you know that proverbial empty your cup and take things in you know um, if you go there with a preconceived idea it's really easy to be you know misled or to miss things um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think to take it back to what we started talking about, too, that's what's happening with this whole woke fucking bullshit culture, right? Is that there's no, like, um, taking it in. There's no stopping Mm. (sighs) and just Mm. thinking about it for Mm. a second, right? Emptying your cup and looking at... You it know, is very reactive these. like
2: if you problematize everything like if the view is that everything is a possible problem that needs to be like weeded out of utopia or something yeah. like that <laughs> that makes you really reactive right because mm-hmm. you're like on the there I mean it's pretty obvious right that whatever that ideology is it makes people on the offended right they you know what I mean it's like the uh, it's like, it's like a, another like martial arts thing. Like you hear some of the, I heard this once some old, so in one of those, some book, you know, and the teacher was like, you need to be like ready at any moment. Like one of those things where mm-hmm. the teacher comes out, okay. out, of the, out of the corner and smacks mm-hmm. you on the head or whatever. But he said that you should be like a barrel of water. Right and and wherever you you drill a hole in that barrel of water, the water is ready to squirt out on any side at any angle or whatever. You okay. drill a hole and it's like, whoosh, yeah, and it's ready all around at all times.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: they're like that, but with like a fence, you know. Mm-hmm. They're like at all times, you know, you know. Yeah. Any, any if they hear certain mm-hmm. words, right? Mm-hmm, what do you yeah. mean by that? Right, yeah. right. That's <laughs> a that's an interesting. offense fence first, and to ask left. questions
0: later. Right, right? is yeah, how they yeah. take it.
4: Yeah right it's like the term itself social justice warrior kind of yeah. says it all it's yeah. like you're already putting yourself in this fucking scope of like i need to look for things to eradicate so i feel like if you're waking up in that hyper aware state every day just you're, you you wake up offended like fuck it it seems so it seems miserable it seems like such an exhausting way to live life but you can think you're better than them if yeah. you're offended by someone,
2: yeah. or I don't know, and there's a weird thing yeah. with the victim thing. Yeah. I don't totally get it, but I see what happens is people use that victim card somehow. Oh, it's, it's like, being played. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, and you wouldn't
4: think anybody would ever want to be seen as a victim.
0: But that's what they're making right. like.
4: Well, <clears throat> on a physiological stance, mm, yeah, cortisol is very addictive. It, it's, it's an addictive drug. So, so mm. literally, the more stress you start to get, the more your body actually starts to seek out cortisol Mm. inducing reactions Mm. so so the media do you know if there's a
1: higher level of cortisol when you have depression as well or is that only with anxiety yeah Yeah. because i i've always said I think when I had depression, I was addicted to feeling that way. It's
0: yeah. like I, it, I, it's, it's a, a stress yeah, drug, right? Yeah. So like, that's I was also
2: just the I habit of it, too, it, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you also get addicted well, yeah. to your habits. Yeah. But I had that same thing. Mm-hmm. Like I was addicted to depression. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. the perfect. But if you say that out to out some it, people, some uh, people are
1: like, "How dare you!" Like it's like so comfortable.
2: But it's like ah. it's like
0: I. You almost
3: look
4: my depression. I just want to like give up. Don't pull me out
0: of here. I'm glad you guys are saying that because that's how I look at it. You know, it's it's to say to somebody but it's like fuck dude you just like to be like that mm-hmm. change it's what not you like
2: just that but it, the, well it, but it, right? you know what i'm saying
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you could say like but it fulfills several needs that you've mm-hmm. got right, right. i mean i still think a, you need
1: to work on being able to not get to that point. So I like agree. you know mm. whenever you're having a hard time dealing with something, it doesn't go that way, but it goes, you know, 100%. more productive yeah. way. That way you're not even yeah. you don't even get to the point of mm. craving mm-hmm. that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a biological thing. We talked about this yeah. maybe like one of our first podcasts yeah. that we did that there's like this lizard that will like there's like a competitive area and the dudes are trying to get laid, and so this lizard tries to like get this chick and there's a bigger lizard right there. And he's like, what? And they fight and the guy loses, right? And so that lizard climbs down the tree Digs a hole in the ground, <laughs> lays in the hole, turns brown, and dies. Very dramatic, yeah. But that is similar to depression, you see yeah. what I mean? Like you go down, mm-hmm. there's like this force that People wants... People
4: go into their slumber, they yeah, want to yeah, pull yeah. the
2: fuck blankets. right, and, blanket and so it is warm. like death and a sleep. It's yeah. sleep, like I mean, when I was depressed, yeah. I slept all the time. Yeah, That's depression you imagine, yeah. dark,
1: uh-huh. you imagine, you yeah. know... Mm-hmm.
2: Under. Yeah. 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 So yeah. so it is. So I think it is like a, yeah. even like a biological like all of life we're like trying to like force ourselves to get the fuck up in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's like all the time. Urgh, I got to fucking get up. Oh, don't be a pussy. I do that. You do that don't to yourself a on person. a bike. Yeah. I do that in the morning. I'm like yeah. I'm fucking lazy motherfucker. Get the fuck up. I have to do it every morning. Yeah. You know. Uh, it's so, a good uh, thing about getting a dog though, huh. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to get up. You See, our, dog dog. our cat, like,
0: our cat yeah. is
1: very punctual, like he knows that my alarm goes off. He knows right before he'll come up to the bed like, yeah. and start like purring and then yeah. the alarm goes off yeah. and he goes to the phone and he's like, there's an alarm right here. And then really, yeah. if I don't get up, he will start like meowing. He's like, Ooh. no, it's breakfast time. <laughs>
0: Let's do this. Yeah. Starch. Yeah, but right it's there. a good. good like yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. As far as depression being like a thing, you like that. I feel like is just always there. Maybe for everybody. Like if I relax, that's what I feel like. If I relax, I have all these things that force me to not just like relax into like uh, death or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's why,
0: for me, what I've done, and I think it's a formula that works. I mean, I don't think it's just unique to me because the people that I see who've never experienced depression um, and that are again, not, not talking about, you know, cause I don't have any like real special qualities. You know, there's people that are, you know, way better in areas. So just for the average general person is to be changing what your, you, you know, comfort is where you get comfortable. So for me, man, yeah, like yeah, seriously, yeah. Getting comfortable is being on the mat or, you know, doing something physically fucking hard. Getting
2: comfortable with what's uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Because then you don't, you don't like feel that slumber. That's where I can say, I've, mm-hmm. I haven't had a bad day, right? I mean, there's been bad parts to days, but when you can like mm-hmm. chalk it up to, yeah, that's fucking part of what mm-hmm. this day is supposed to be about. And you fucking deal with it, you're like fuck yeah. That was cool. I mean I could But I feel like everything's
2: that." that way, right? Like guitar, like I have to practice. And it's always something I'm uncomfortable with, right? you know, Having my, to, yeah, right? And just like doing it sometimes, yeah. uh-huh. it's like God,
0: like you know. And, and then so I fucking
2: funny. suck, and I start doing that, or like I should do this, and I'd rather do this playing and... the same shit mm-hmm. for weeks. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's always hard, and it's always uncomfortable. I think of that with art too. I'm, I'm usually uncomfortable, you know. It's so I don't know. There's something to that. That it's, um, but because you're self-critical. No, for other reasons. Yeah. Because of the difficulty of it. Uh-huh. Because of of what because of what I go through. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, for instance, I got to a, a nice little sketch the other day that uh, something happened that was I actually liked, but mm-hmm. that took me fucking six hours yeah. and two days worth of work to get to where I'm like, ah, there it is. Yeah. The rest of the time I'm redoing it. I'm like, God, I can't. You know, I've been trying this like clayboard stuff, and I can't reproduce stuff. Uh-huh. I'm like how did I fucking do it I can't you know this next time around I try to do it I'm again I'm so glad you're saying this because mm-hmm. I just had
4: this exact experience with a song yesterday like mm-hmm. those songs we ended in the studio last month mm-hmm. I've been like first of all the, the engineer didn't do any like mixing for us so he just sent us mm. a super choppy rough mix mm. so i've been listening to him like god did we sound this bad mm. and in the whole last month i've just been like fuck i might just throw these songs away like i don't know oh, if wow because you're hearing them like just, just raw yeah just right. just terrible <laughs> that's you what know? we sound like <laughs> yeah I'm like i need to go back and just <laughs> yeah. rewrite these songs i'm gonna book mm-hmm. us a whole other studio session we're just gonna go from scratch it's, Yesterday I went to my guitar player's house and we sat and we did comping and fucking rearranged everything and cleaned up, and EQ'd some stuff. And all of a sudden it was like this brand new thing. And mm-hmm. I, like I got a little emotional for a second. I was just like, Jesus Christ. like I've You, I've, you forgot to it again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was just, I was like, here's like, this is what I was aiming for this whole time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. suddenly you start to have that vision of like.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, you can see it. It's like yeah. the whole time before it, it's kind of like. I even feel like a little bit like desperate, like I'm like desperate to find it Mm -hmm. and I'm like scratching through things, trying to like reveal it and I can't fucking find it and I really have to like try and then, and, and, but you know, there's a balance, like you're saying, like Mm -hmm. you can be like overcritical. So here's what what I've been
0: thinking about a lot and we've been Mm -hmm. talking about this um, a little bit. We need to really get back on it, but this is where I see the solution to these things, Right. And that's to systemize. Because if you understand the system and the process Mm -hmm. of, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: yeah, I mean, how many times have you gone through a similar thing like that where you're like, fuck, we fucked it up, we fucked it. And then Mm
3: -hmm. everything's
0: got to come together as it comes together, right? Mm -hmm. And you forget what brought it together. Mm Mm-hmm. And so then you go through the same fucking thing, goddamn fuck. Mm, and it's the, the exact and you forgot the process. And so <laughs> I think I think like I've just you... had
2: the faith that now that it'll work out in the end. That, so that's, that's what I think what, i just keep so going. That's that's what, going. What, okay, okay,
0: that's so that's okay, so keep going. As I'm trying to understand money, right, and mm-hmm. understand um, wealth generation and how to do it, these are things that are the differences between the people that become at least that level of successful. Mm-hmm. And those it's of systematizing. us yeah, mm-hmm. that have yeah, yeah, yeah. a ton of talents, mm-hmm. but those talents then are when based open, on faith. Like, it, oh, I just mm-hmm. have faith it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. none of those guys have faith that their shit's going to work. Mm-hmm. They know for the fucking fact it's mm-hmm. going to work, mm-hmm. right? Whereas a lot of times, Mm-hmm. man I survive on faith I'm like okay sure. well I know this is going to come together boom boom well, boom it comes yeah, yeah. together and you're like
2: Whoosh. what that reminds but, me of is like the that openness trait mm-hmm. in uh, whatever that Maslow top five traits whatever right that Jordan talks about all the time Jordan Peterson um, the openness one like artists tend to have mm-hmm. and then we, that's the type of person that like wants to learn everything mm-hmm. I'm like oh that's interesting I'm going to read that i want to do that mm-hmm. I even want to do that and so specifically with art I'm always like trying new shit almost to like a fault like i'm just like you know because i, I see like what i would consider a put together artist online
3: mm-hmm.
2: and and they have a thing right and they have a system they know how to do that thing right i saw this guy the other day um awesome i forget his name but uh, pencil artist graphite mm-hmm. he does like photo realistic stuff really big things and he's so good at what he does that he films it at the same time. Every piece takes every piece takes him like a month, like 250 hours, mm-hmm. and he films the whole time. and has it all like the the system is smooth, mm-hmm. you know how he runs his yeah. shit, how he how he presents himself online like a smooth, you know. Yeah. Um, so in that way, it's like a, I was seeing that for him. Like he has that system. Mm-hmm. So uh, and and I think. So for me, I think maybe I'm, I'm too open a lot of the time. And, and that's another thing people say about that top five is businessmen tend to be more conscientious. Mm-hmm. Right. And maybe that's like the systematizing mind. Like they're like, I need to do this, this, this to get this done. And then they have plans. Well, in the, pro- right? like the process <laughs> of it. Right. <laughs> because plans, right? you could even
0: say like, look, I'm still going to experiment with all of these other mediums. Right. Or these other methods. But you've got a process by which you go about doing it, process right. system, whatever you want to call it. And so if you're saying, okay, but I've, this is something that I see being my grounded point. So I got to do this three times a week, but the other three days I can right. focus on this and then I take one day off or whatever your fucking process right, right, right. is. Mm-hmm. And you can make that be a process mm-hmm. by which you can exper- experience mm-hmm. with other things. And the more mm-hmm. that we process, in mm-hmm. and, and systemize stuff like that, the mm-hmm. better. You know, it, in jujitsu, I was taught this early on, and that's you have your grounded place, right? Whatever that is for you. And then you start to go out from there. And there's a, a method in, um, uh, like, wilderness survival, okay? Um, and it's cool because I'm seeing a lot of things that this gal is talking about on this wilderness, wilderness survival um lesson that she's got um, what is her name well I can't give her credit until I think of her name but um, anyway but it's like a, a starting point so this is your starting point your grounded place and then you start to spiral out of that but you can always see that mm. see what I'm saying mm. and then you start to spiral out even further and you might start to lose sight of that but you've recognized another key feature somewhere else to get you back to that point point. That can get you back to that point. Does that make sense? Mm.
3: Oh,
2: because you're literally out in the wild. Yeah, and you're and, trying
0: to find maybe a trail or something. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You gotta oh, have,
0: yeah. you know, the point that you set so you don't get lost. I mean, there's been mm. many incidents. Right. So you
2: spiral out and then at some point you come across this really big tree. Right. And then you keep going, and then now you can't see where you came from, but you can see the tree. But you can see the tree, right. and then you know yeah. how to
0: get back from the tree, yeah. right? Interesting. And so those being like part of your process in that regard is, so taking it back to jujitsu. whatever my, you know, kind of natural ability or something that I just really f- found it worked for me or mm. developed, right? That's your center point. Yeah, right? that's my center point. So I'm always gonna get back to this position when things go right. Mm. but now I'm gonna start To experiment with these other things, right? And you start to venture out of that a little bit. You start to experiment with something. Boom! You recognize, oh shit, I lost this. I can get back to here, my safe spot. And then you can go Mm -hmm. same thing. Two, three, four, five moves Mm -hmm. away. But it's got to be a process of development like that.
2: Mm -hmm. So, what are you doing it for? Like, why are you? What are you looking for? Like, what? Well, yeah, you're yeah.
0: looking for consistencies, right? You're looking to develop skill sets. But if I went, so here's my starting point, but I just went arbitrarily all over and experimented with this and then experimented with that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. experimented with this. And there was no, you know, like order, to w- it. order rhyme, reason you, why I'm doing that. You get lost, that. right? Yeah. yeah and you can't get your way back, there's not right. really much gained because it was so arbitrary mm-hmm. that even if I did find success, mm-hmm. I've got nothing to reference that. And that's success what's hard too. about the
2: creative act, not to like get mm-hmm. you off track, but sometimes you're like in that creative space and you find something and you don't know how to like label it or get back there. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to like like what you're saying some in in that creative mode. Well and right? so like a project
0: mm-hmm. that we're gonna be working on, I was thinking about this. We um we're discussing it this weekend, but of how to set the the process of what we're doing so that it's always that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that you're moving out mm-hmm. with a process in mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if That's if you're off of it, mm-hmm. then you're not deviating too far and you can mm-hmm. figure out why you were off and put right mm-hmm. back into that process so that's
2: what i i suck at that mm-hmm. and that's Are why i'm not too? a good I'm business horrible. person that's that's exactly right, right. because i'm not paying attention to like
0: but what did you suck mm-hmm. at on guitar right mm-hmm. and then again you think about the process well how the fuck did i learn how to play mm-hmm. that on guitar do you think I you just that.
1: like taking on the challenge of that process even though you so dread it every time that i because, like it like so like you're stuff, always mm-hmm. finding new things i do you like enjoy it. Yeah. that process and, uh, and maybe
2: maybe it's it's more free it's like Yeah, I do enjoy it. So then,
0: Uh, this is what you gotta do, this is what I gotta do. These are both of you guys gotta do because we're all kind of independent, right? Yeah. And you gotta figure out how to make that process then work for business. And that's the fucked up thing. You understand the process, I understand the process, you understand the process. I mean, you've been building it with photography. How have you been learning the photography? By doing it, by reshooting it, by looking at it, making a small adjustment, coming back, right? going back into it yeah. it's the same process again, it's that's hard, the, though, the same with, with Jujitsu. that's like, the same
2: so what about with art that it's like you have this like subjectiveness to it so it's like you can tell when you're getting better but maybe it's a little hard it's like well right, because right. you again, have to look back you at don't have the measuring point, point. you do yeah 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 right? you have to step back yeah that's you right. have
0: to yeah, look yeah. at that yeah you gotta, you gotta mm. be
1: like i've looked at some things that i i used to draw a lot more than i draw now uh-huh. but I, I, you can see progress. The progress. Yeah,
2: you can. That's pretty good. And it's, yeah. it comes
1: down to technique. You're like, okay, well, I'm gonna use this pencil for this because it doesn't smudge this way, or I'm gonna use this paper to get this kind of effect, or, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. It's all little things that you pick mm-hmm. up along the way.
2: Yeah. So which yeah, yeah. Right. Gets you better at it. Totally. So, so what I lack maybe is like. Um, the ability to so it's a similar thing like you're saying it's a skill to like learn how to to have a skill like jujitsu or playing guitar or mm-hmm. something and business is a skill
0: as well um, and it's it's art it's arbitrary it's right. it's as creative. well it's, it's created creative. right exactly it's, yeah, yeah yeah so that's the thing yeah, yeah. that I think I've been struggling with mm-hmm. I mean again these are all like funny epiphanies maybe somebody who's been there is like yeah what a fucking idiot he didn't think of that but. I'm trying to look at business money exactly how jiu-jitsu, right, and have the same appreciation for it because there's really not any difference in, again, the applications. And the applications at learning how to do one is going to increase your ability in doing it in the other because it's just reinforcement, right? And I was always trying to separate them like Mm. you know business is different than Mm -hmm. this and Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. takes art to you know to be out there and this is so much higher and it's like well that Mm -hmm. businessman is an artist too they just Mm -hmm. their art is building that fucking business and Mm -hmm. if that's more successful on all of these measurable points Mm -hmm. then I got to look at oh well yeah, you know that uh, yeah, place yeah, yeah. that I'm at is like you yeah, yeah. give this false sense of and I think yeah yeah I think virtuousness even, to yeah. it and yeah, that's yeah. going back that's right. fucking the whole woke deal.
2: Right. So maybe the the skill is uh, like it is so it's it is artistic because it's about creating things. Yeah. So even a business is a, and and all the things in your life that you make, you know. So even my family is like that, you know. My relationship are like that my how good i am as a father is like that Mm -hmm. you know i mean and so so i see this some similar things in all that stuff of how i'm i'm not putting it together like harmoniously i'm not you know what i mean like and i do see that there's like some pattern that connects all that stuff
4: i was gonna say so like in a way i was just thinking about the spiraling thing it sounds like jiu-jitsu is actually your center point for understanding mm, nice. other things in life mm-hmm. so then you can take that and as you're spiraling out as you're learning business you're finding you're finding these markers but you're finding a way to relate them back to how you understand jujitsu. and i yeah. think for us we probably have art or music as yeah, our yeah, center yeah. point mm-hmm. so we try to look at the world and find yeah. ways to relate that right. to that thing that's the one in
2: the 10,000 yeah Either and in the one yeah, you yeah. learn yeah. the process.
4: Well, i never was thought about, about, about it like that, there, but it's, it's like the rings. Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. like the more you yeah. understand your own center point, the more you can learn other skills by understanding the process of what your focal point, mm-hmm. point is. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah.
0: He, he was using a little bit more of like each ring. I think is a level of intelligence. Yeah, but it always connected from, to that correct. one point. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh, you said
2: like a ring, like a circle?
1: Yeah, like uh, multiple rings. Mm. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at it from cool. just a top view, that could be a spiral yeah. even mm-hmm. going out, mm-hmm. right?
2: Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I heard some people are maybe even more like synthesizers. Like some people are really good at two or three things, whereas there's other people that are just like razor sharp at like one thing only mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all those different. So there's like different ways, you know, um, I wish I could remember it, like the uh, that phrase, uh, a, a master of one is a master yeah, so of none, it's, um, yeah. And then, but the master of many is often more virtuous than you know. So it was like, well, what's that phrase that cliché? How's it go? Mm-hmm. Like, um, um, man,
1: I wish I knew.
2: Yeah, I I. am not gonna. Remember. We talked. We talked about we it. We did once talk about before, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's too bad I can't remember it. But yeah. it's like most people will say, like, oh, you can only learn one thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's like the idea, like, oh, you can't do a bunch of stuff. And that's the cliche. But then it moves on to say, it, it can also be better to know many things and be more like but the synthesizer also, type.
1: Knowing just one thing, there's no way you can know everything about it. Just do you, no, do, no, like, we no. have this concept of, okay, well, I'll just focus on one thing. Sure, you might know more than other people
2: in mm-hmm.
3: that, that
1: one. one thing but will you actually ever know all of it so yeah. it's like this weird
2: right
0: yeah
1: misconception I don't know if
2: any either one's better than either one either. yeah like
0: yeah see mm-hmm. I I think that there's like inherent problems with both right mm-hmm. you know like the right. problem that I see and because I wonder about this about myself yeah because I do a lot of shit in in you know, and so I was going to even say when you were saying jujitsu is my center point, well, martial arts is my center point because, again, mm-hmm. I'm not that good in jujitsu. I mean, I don't like my buddy Steve, for instance. I mean, that's all he does is jujitsu, mm-hmm. right? That's all he does is mm-hmm. jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, martial arts is the foundation, but again, I wonder about that because I'll never be as good right. at any of the things that I do as he is at jujitsu, right. right?
2: Right. That being said, said at, yeah, the other side. You know
0: what I see with people who are that good at one thing like that is that they have a lot of anxieties and you know, like things that I don't get that I think I release because. I've got so many different, you know, ways to do that that I'm really competent at. You know, like I'm a really competent mountain biker. I'm a really competent snowboarder. I'm competent in kickboxing. I'm competent in jujitsu, right? Filipino um, sticks, right? Arnis, I'm competent in that. Not any one of those guys who's a specialist in any one of those things would probably easily beat me but when you start to put them all together and that's why i like mma so much because for me mma was like the pinnacle of what martial arts was about Mm -hmm. um and that was because you know i was grew up with that bruce lee philosophy right and i think bruce lee can easily be you know given the title of you know the father of mixed martial arts maybe gene labelle maybe he mm-hmm. And would, they knew each other too, right? Yeah. And, and so I, I would say that Gene LaBelle would probably be the guy who put it more to the test. Bruce Lee's philosophy was probably more, mm-hmm. you know, and profound. he more people too. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And, you know, he had that, I guess with Gene LaBelle, you know, Gene LaBelle was a wrestler, right? And a lot of people in those days didn't necessarily consider wrestling like martial arts. You know, it mm-hmm. wasn't like Asian and that mystique. Right. You know, coming, I didn't from think that when MMA Orient. came
2: out, you know, yeah. Yeah. And even some of my friends, I didn't know what they were doing. I had a couple of friends that were wrestlers, I had, to, yeah. I had no idea what they were doing. I was like, yeah, they want to wrestle, and wear <laughs> that goofy looking thing. Yeah. That, like, <laughs> 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 Sorry, exactly. yeah, yeah, but yeah, now it's like, oh man, they're almost the most dangerous one. Like, if you've met a wrestler on the street or whatever, yeah. that's like one of the most dangerous skills to have, yeah, right.
0: Well, I, I think a lot because of the way wrestlers train yeah that, you know yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i'm saying i mean you don't see too many active old wrestlers mm. right where okay. you see a ton of active old mm. jiu-jitsu guys mm. okay so um but yeah. jujitsu guys typically don't start out training like wrestlers i mean mm. wrestling is high level athletics yeah and um those are conditioned athletes mm. and you can be a fat guy in jujitsu and still do pretty good. I mean, I know many (laughs) fat guys who are pretty good. I mean, you know, so there's a difference. There's Mm -hmm. a different approach with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I mean, I don't agree with it. (laughs) (laughs) There's a few guys, man. I've been under a few like second and third degree black belts that were, you know, pretty fat at the time. And it was impossible to get out. I mean, not only. They could use their weight. Oh, yeah, yeah not only are they black belts. <laughs> right. But I was then imagining, got,
1: though, like football players being really good at jiu jitsu.
0: See, there I think they would be are, really good at wrestling. Yeah. You know? Not I mean, maybe like a receiver, somebody who's going to use a lot of finesse, right? But um,
2: is it because when uh, the, when you're strong, you just don't need to yeah, like, you use just anything power else, yeah, right. and so you just never learn it, right? That's so a, why would you go through those sophisticated
0: reason. moves? Right. You know what I'm saying? You just like. Uh, so, fuck, I mean, head if they wanted to, to they could crush. Yeah. Well, see, this is where I think there's there's a problem um, in some degree because what I don't see a lot of is guys that were hardcore wrestlers become finessey jujitsu players and i'm not giving one a higher value than the other right maybe longevity wise but the like muscle you know memory that's developed that method of learning is way different right and so i i think the better translation would be somebody who um I don't want to say a better translation than that. But like for longevity is somebody who is a jiu-jitsu player that would learn some wrestling. And I think that they would have a better opportunity to transition it than somebody who's been doing a ton of wrestling. So would you say they have no
1: chance at like or would you say they would like Um, how do you if do you think it could be? Oh, yeah. I think Through a it lot of hard work, you know, like work. Yeah. Out. I just
0: think that what, what you get is you get these phenomenal athletes, right? And for me, athleticism is the number one thing. So a lot of times people take that as a diss in the jujitsu world. If somebody says, dude, you're fucking strong, they take it like, oh, you're saying my technique isn't good. I somebody says I'm strong, it's like fucking great. I had somebody one time get pissed at me because, you know, I was. A, a lower rank than them, and was just submitting them out and I could power through their stuff, and they were close to my size. And they're like, you know, yeah, but you're fucking using all your strength. And I'm like, well, you can't be pissed at me because you don't have any. Right. You, you know what I'm now saying? You're using your yeah, your it's like it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck. I'm not like yeah. muscling everything, but mm-hmm. when I get a hold, I'm gonna lock it in. I'm gonna use my strength, mm-hmm. but. When you train for that level of kind of explosiveness and power mm-hmm. and that intensity, because wrestlers train intense, um, th- it's, it's intrinsic because you're learning it at such a young age. You know, you typically don't go into wrestling in your mid-20s or even 30s. And a lot of people will pick up jiu-jitsu in their mid-20s, 30s, 40s, right? But I don't know of anybody who's gone into wrestling in their 40s because the way that it's yeah. done is such a more dynamic I would, I would think, harder I would approach. think that a wrestler would be great at jiu-jitsu like what if you know like uh, well, I'm not saying they're not I'm saying the finesse part though well, I'm just, what you typically do so, so what don't if uh, like
2: a wrestler starts doing jiu-jitsu and then the rules are it's like submit only mm-hmm. right cuz then what else are they doing you, so you're saying they're just using more explosive athletic moves to well, get the okay, submission so, or whatever? Well okay
0: so so look you know? at a Finesse jujitsu player, right, Mm -hmm. okay? A finesse jujitsu player is oftentimes setting up more counters, okay? They're not necessarily pressing the action the whole time, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, And when you're taught to press that action and you're taught to go, you know, forward like that, Mm. it's harder to unlearn that method of training. So you think they would right. get
2: less submissions because of the... I'm not saying like they would the get less active, submissions, active no, nervous not, nervous not so at all. What I'm like saying
0: is, like, for instance, um, I'm saying they would get more like head and arm chokes, guillotine chokes. Yeah. yeah. But you wouldn't see them flipping somebody, getting a darse choke mm-hmm. and doing that on it. They wouldn't be as finessey.
2: But if you had, you know, let's say two guys, same the same people, yep. and one starts wrestling, does jiu-jitsu, the other starts jiu-jitsu, does wrestling, do they get the same amount of submissions like in competition? Well, again, or, you know? <laughs> I, I think when you're looking at when
0: you're doing wrestling, you typically, typically, mm. don't just go to a wrestling academy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's it's, it's still more competitive, mm. and so when oh, yeah, you're yeah, training yeah. in that competitive mode, you get more out of it. You're, you're like, oh man, yeah, you're, every day
2: four o'clock correct. in the morning, whatever. Now, if somebody's right, going these in
0: jujitsu com- competition, mm. and and that's their mode. That they're could smoking be different.
2: weed. They're fucking. Well,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> maybe
2: for sure, <laughs> for sure.
0: But you know what I'm saying? Like, if you make it that that your goal, but I don't mm. think the majority of people who do jujitsu mm-hmm. compete, right? Right. I so then you say have say that extra angle.
2: Part. So it's not just the skill; it's the competition. And so the of is it kind
1: of like when you say it's easier to, easier to get someone to work their way up? To being like explosive and more aggressive when they're, you know, doing jujitsu, versus bringing somebody who's already so aggressive down a little.
0: Yeah, I would say it's easier to do, Hmm. to do that. I think it's harder to bring somebody who's built a lot of their success on their physical attributes Mm -hmm. down. Okay. Right until this is why I tell people like it's good to get an injury not a bad injury I don't want people to be fucked up but it gives you another way to look at things right and so if you're only using strength and power sometimes not all the time but if somebody gets injured it's like yeah you can sit out or you can slow things the fuck down and you can go smooth and you can you know develop these other skill sets that can give you some dimension and depth to your game right um but I think for sure, if somebody is kind of, you know, a little bit more smooth and technical, then we can say, yeah, we can add the right amount of explosiveness into your game. You know, there there are some things to be said with explosiveness. I mean, it's a young person's, you know, attribute in most cases, right? I mean, older people mm-hmm. don't explode the same way. I'm not as fast as I mm-hmm. used to be. Um,
2: when get injured doing so. Or yeah, you get injured. Get that's you, when they get injured. Right. You might yeah.
0: not be as, um, yeah, just, it, you know, some people's joints might not even be able to handle that mm-hmm. boom, explosive yep. movement. And they, you know, whereas they used to be able to pivot hard torque and come down, they can't do that the same. Right? So I think there's certainly going to be factors in there, but I do think that that's the more likely case. Mm-hmm. However... If I was going to give it a better, if I was going to say, okay, we're talking fighting, Mm -hmm. I would, you know, I would always then lean towards the wrestler because that fits at least my belief in martial arts. And, you know, I believe in the military doctrine of what we've got U.S. military in, you know, any combat unit. I'm not talking about support units, but I'm talking about infantry, and those types of units, they train you to be tough. They train you to be fucking mean. They train you to be, you know, physically fit, right? And that's the first Mm. mode of training, right? I mean, that's what they're trying to do. You know, when they say they're trying to break you down, well, what they're trying to do is get you to a base level that they can make you military tough, right? Um, And then from that base now you can start to move on yeah. but they always want that base because you know again the term default aggressive well if you're a real technical person and you know a lot of these technical jiu-jitsu people that I know would very likely get their head stomped in in a real aggressive mean fucking fight mm-hmm. right because again if you're so smooth and you take that long to get started how long does it take for somebody to just crack you with a hard shot right Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and so if you don't have that body enough to to deal with that 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 could be you know Mm -hmm. the end and so in the military you're taught default aggressive to Mm -hmm. man when everything that you wanted to happen goes to hell Mm -hmm. get mean get aggressive And it seems like that also applies to like really short
2: time spans yeah right like when there's like moments you only have a couple moments there's no time to set up a triangle yeah you know what I mean in a couple moments or whatever yeah especially if a guy has a knife or a weapon or something right Mm -hmm. yeah so so those qualities apply to like you know small time scales right Mm -hmm.
0: and you know that comes that goes takes us back to this whole thing the process right if your process hasn't built you know these intrinsic foundations that you don't have to think that whoa hands come up when somebody closes the distance on you fast. You know, you don't think, oh shit, this person's coming in. I need to sidestep, get my hands up. Mm-hmm. You're just whoa, shit. Mm-hmm. You know, then you we I think we talked about this in class the other day. Then you buy yourself more time, right? Mm-hmm. When you're when you're in a fight or even just rolling on the mat, your time gaps to make decisions is relatively small, Mm -hmm. right? And so...
2: A lot of it is reactions even more than uh, decisions, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, reactions responding, okay? So Mm. reactions are gonna be when you can't think about the next move, right? But if you're only reacting, you're probably only gonna react. You know what I'm saying? If you get caught in the trap of reacting, Mm -hmm. You're just going to be reacting unless something luckily works out for you. Mm -hmm. But if you've developed through, you know, the process of learning whatever moves, the ability to make those reactions correct, Mm -hmm. now you've got more time to start to respond and to think because you built that time gap and you spread it out.
2: Like if I, again, bring it back to music and, and I'm improvising, right, I'm not thinking...
4: What note am I going to play next? Right,
2: or where my fingers are. Like, my position, like, if I have a position shift, right, you got like, that does. Un- that's unconscious at that point because mm-hmm. I trained it into myself. But then I'm using my mind to, like, make decisions. Like, there's so many levels to think about stuff, like, when you're playing a song, right? Like, I think early on, and I can still, like, fall into some of these, like, bad habits, but early on you just, like... Uh, you're not thinking about, let, let's say like a guitar solo's best as like a, you're telling, you're telling a story. It goes somewhere. And, but at first it's a run-on sentence, yeah. right? And, and then you get yeah. stuck in this loop of yeah. just like playing the same shit over and over again. Um, and so you can have like a higher level of mind where you're like, okay, uh, maybe just one level's up. is like, oh, there's a chord change coming up. And I got to adjust what notes I use for this next part. And then, and then you have a higher level up, where you're, now you're thinking of that whole section of a chord change.
4: Or you start thinking of accents on the drums, or yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Or right. or whatever. Oh yeah, the highlight those. Of yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So, and you're not. It's like you are thinking, right? You are like you're you're maintaining yourself, like surfing or whatever, because you're like, that was good. Oh, that mistake. Don't fucking fall off. You know, you notice when you're about to. You know, so you're like adjusting. Um, and then you have a goal, so you are thinking, right? So, I don't know. So, you know, when I say, like, when I think about it in jiu-jitsu, it gets, it's easier for me, again, because my center is more like music or whatever. I'm going to bring it back to that, right? <laughs> that uh, I'm not thinking about my fingers hardly at all. Like, if I'm thinking about my fingers, it's something new that I don't know. I'm taking a chance or something, right? That, just feel that way? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, the physical part's almost completely trained in at that point, mm-hmm. Um, and then it's more, there are decisions being made, even though timescales can be, you know, a quarter of a second. Yeah. I mean, crazy timescales. You're playing six tuplets or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Like crazy fine amounts of time. Yep. Um, and, and you are aware in some way of all those things at once. Yeah. Which cause is another you, thing. Because yeah. your
0: body is doing right. what it needs to do to give your mind time mm-hmm. yeah. to process your next yeah. Yeah. adjustment or... Mm -hmm. you you know what i'm saying i think
2: like in buddhism they say like there's like a big mind and a little mind Mm -hmm. and maybe one way to think is like the little mind's like the little conscious thing on that we think of is on top of everything else and but the big mind there's a lot going on down there Mm -hmm. right like it's bigger it's like the iceberg right that's like consciousness Mm -hmm. and then the what's underneath the water is what's unconscious so much is happening down there right so it's not you know, it's not as easy as like a two division thing. It's like, there's a ton happening. Mm-hmm. And you can like bring your consciousness to those things or you can, you can bring those into consciousness. Again, cause a mistake happens, right? Something goes wrong. Oh, that's when you notice. oh, what was that? And now I notice my finger. Mm-hmm. Cause I just tripped over my pinky or something, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I don't know, I, I try to relate it in that way as far as like small time scales, making decisions. What does that mean? You know, what, what, what is a decision at that point? You know, is it a response, like that? that all that conversation, mm-hmm.
3: right? Yeah,
0: yeah, I think it's definitely a response. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're making decisions when you're just reacting.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's just, you know, it comes down to at that point, you're either going to react correctly, incorrectly, or just get lucky. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And maybe what you did was right, but... Mm-hmm um i think at least in my mind responding is when you have time to think when you have time to process some information and the better you are at whatever is the more information you can process in that amount of time and you know this is what i was we were talking about speed the other day right and um it's like okay well if somebody can punch you really fast like if they move really fast but they don't hit you and you're a slow puncher and you hit them every time, I mean, how are you going to r- relate the speed? Y- y- you see what I'm saying? You, like your punch might not be very fast, but because the angle that you hit them from, mm-hmm. they weren't fast enough to get to that punch, right? They weren't fast enough to get out of the way. They weren't fast enough to get a hand up. Um, and so when we kind of, I think take a step back and we look at things you know in that manner man it gives us then a lot of time allocated you know what I'm saying because then time we can look at time different because my body is doing the necessary things it stretches out how much time there is that what, to about, process. what about that
2: thing when you're like tripping mushrooms like this would be the extreme I had once, I had once, uh, briefly, the experience of, it was like every day was a lifetime, right? And I swear to God, I was in my bed, like I was like peeking or whatever. So I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I had two friends in the house or whatever. So I went in my room for a minute and I swear to God, the light was like, the sun was like going down and rising like every like few seconds, right? I've had that experience. I swear outside the light, you know, and I thought everyone was a lifetime, you know, um, but there you also, so that's an extreme, you know yeah. what I mean? But you can also have the experience of, you know, you had this deep, you know, amazing, crazy thing happen, and then you look at your watch and it's like two minutes later. Yeah. Right. You know, so you well, can like right. stretch. So you can like, that, that comes you know. to that whole,
0: like, if you're just reacting and chaotic and you don't take a moment, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. To just observe. Mm hmm. It goes by in a blink. And then if you get in the flow
2: state, there's like more time too, right? Yeah. Right? You're like, all of a sudden, it's like uh, some kind of time travel movie or whatever where everything's
0: moving slower. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. I I feel like that with
2: the flow state
0: for sure. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I guess... Yeah, I would agree.
4: Yeah. I mean it's it's it is harder to relate that, I suppose, like sparring I, or something like I that. I relate that when I was in the kitchen, like I was mm. saying I think last week, when mm-hmm. those tickets would start hitting. Yeah. Literally time would just right. and I yeah, knew yeah. I was gonna be here for two hours minimum. Yeah. yeah. That was how long the rush mm-hmm. was gonna be. Yeah. Sometimes those two hours would feel like a whole fucking day shift, but mm but time was moving slower, relatively, in my mind anyway. I, it, it always seemed like everything else was chaotic and it seemed like time was just passing me by, but I would get 20 mm. tickets out and it's like, oh, eight minutes went by. Like, I, it felt like mm-hmm. I just did so much and right. now there's 40 more tickets I gotta look at. Yeah. But I, I, I do, with what you were saying with the, with the speed thing, like, it, I mean, it comes down to timing, right? Because, Yesterday, for instance, when we were doing the body drill, the body shots drill, you were catching me every time. And it was partially the angle, but it was also your timing of just reading when I was stepping in and I was being open and not, you know, keeping tight with my punches. So it was like, I felt like I was staying busy. I was moving forward on you. And there were plenty of times where I thought I was going to be faster to get like it looked like the punch was right there before i even had a chance your fist was on my chest again and i i I did kind of have that thought where it was just like like it makes me think that time is moving slower in your mind at that time which it probably is because Mm -hmm. of your years of training you're able to slow things down in that instance and kind of have that moment of ah like you're saying and be able to
0: well i get to only think about one thing, Yeah. right? And so again, when you're reacting in those situations, if I'm f- flinching and reacting to every step and reacting to every shift, then it's going to be too much. I'm not... Overloaded. Right. Yeah. If yeah. I get a shot in, it's going to be that lucky shot that, okay, well, you got that shot in there and it just so happened to be at the right time at the right place, but it, you can't really duplicate it. Yeah. So then again, you know, like what I showed you guys at the end of class when we look at that line and this is just one method right but when that person crosses their line I'm moving off well that's instinct you you know what I'm saying especially being a counter striker I'm not waiting till you guys close up that distance when that happens that's when you get a shot in right when my weight was shifted back and you stepped before I was able to shift my weight or you catch me a little bit on a back foot or something like that. So then my body's automatically, I don't have to think about you stepping in. I need to step. I don't think about that. It just moves. You come at me. I just move open because I don't move directly into you. Right. And that you see that happening a lot with people is their only direction is forward. Right. And when we start out, that's, a lot of times what happens and I'd rather your direction be forward than backward you know to be honest somebody starting out but then I also don't have to think about where my hands go right again if your hands are lower my hands might be a little bit more open because in most cases I'll be able to deal with that punch swinging around especially if my hands are up high but I don't need to be tightened up right I can be a little bit more open and my hands will follow what happens with your shoulders. They're just trained now to kind of move with that. So I don't have to think of that. I don't have to think of the distancing because intrinsically I understand where that allocation of, of, you know, distance is. So then I can think of completely, as soon as that line is crossed, boom, my punch is firing out, right? And so my time has been condensed You you know what I'm saying, or or your time has been condensed because you're thinking about you got to take your step, you got to make your contact, you got to block that shot that keeps getting in. And my time has been expanded because I already covered all of those things, so I get all of my efforts to focus on that one little space of time. But
1: that's where the illusion of of slowing time down comes Mm -hmm. from.
0: I think so. I mean, when you got everything else just working you know, working for you, you get, even though it's the same allocation of time, when you get to dedicate your resources to it, there, you know, that's plenty of time then for all of those things to function and happen. And I think, you
2: know, we were talking about fight IQ, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And, and sparring with, with who we were talking about and how, for me, it was like, uh, that was one of the first times that I've been, uh, overloaded with too much information. Mm-hmm. Cause he was like coming in with the hands at those crazy angles with those those tight hooks. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden there was a kick right there. Mm-hmm. And I did not see that coming, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, um, so, uh, so you can see how like the, the training, um, uh, so, so the, the unconscious part mm-hmm. is like so much of it, like the part under the ice or whatever. And I could see how that fight IQ, like, because you have that in you a little Mm -hmm. bit, like, you know, so because there's so much going on in sparring that it's just crazy Mm -hmm. at first that I could predict anything that especially someone I don't know is Mm going to do. Right. Like, there's just so many things that could happen. If I move, that person does something, Mm -hmm. which then affects how I do. And then, right. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just like this. At first, it can seem like a complete chaotic you know mess so you just can't get any grip it's like on that
1: them. game what is it the one with the vr mm. thing like red zone or something i can't remember
2: which one is that
1: uh it's basically in this game i've i haven't played it personally but i've watched people play it because you can see what people are doing once they have that thing mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um you can see on the screen yeah,
3: yeah.
1: and you have to move and so in this game, if you move, everything around you moves. So like the slower you go, it's like, you know, you can slow time down, hmm. but you kind of have to move strategically. So you, cause you might have like three people from different angles trying to shoot you or something. Are you or throwing like and you can grab things in the air. Yeah. You, you're standing. Okay.
0: So you're kind of like. You got a little little red zone, it's called. I think, I Uh, can't remember. I might be wrong, but I
1: don't don't remember what it's called. It's basically, it looks kind of like glassy.
0: Mm.
1: Everything has Mm -hmm. this glassy look, and the people are red.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, and you can uh, like
1: grab guns in the air, uh, you can grab stuff from them. So if you move fast. But you have to like crouch, you know, mm. you literally have to move. It's it's fun to watch people do it. Right, I mean, bet I mean, it's
2: hilarious. Right, and it's hilarious. Like shit. <laughs> well,
1: actually, for some reason, yeah, I think it has a limit. So right. you start yeah, seeing yeah, on yeah. the screen like yeah, yeah, it becomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, yeah. that's what it was. It, what it made me think of because if you move, they are moving. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So there's so much to to like take in that your only option at that point is to depend on all that training unconscious. Reactionary uh, intelligence. It is an intelligence. Sure, and and there's
0: also like here's the thing though. When you're talking about like that happening, you're dealing with all of those things that are being thrown out. The intention Mm -hmm. is for one of one of them to hit, not ten of them. But you're stuck dealing with ten different things. That's the whole purpose Mm -hmm. of those angles, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But think about this. Nobody can deal with all of those. Nobody's going to block, 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 counter punch right. like that. You can't it's block not a video that. Many. Yet. So what do you do? <laughs> it's right? not right. When when things are coming in at, at angles, you go straight to the punch. So right. the person who deals with it is the person who cuts that that center in half. Just boom, mm-hmm. straight down the middle. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what beats angles a lot Mm. of times, and a lot of times what beats center lines Mm. are angles, angles, right? Curves, right? I like that one. So we used to say angles beat lines, lines beat angles, Mm -hmm. you know, that just kind of as a Mm -hmm. thought. Someone's coming straight at you. Well. Step off. Take and an angle.
2: Curves beat lines and mm-hmm. lines beat curves, right? Yeah. That
0: one's kind of cool because Circles beat lines, lines uh, beat circles, yeah.
2: That is a masculine feminine mm-hmm. thing right there because like a line is is like uh, straight and orderly and square is like, fem- is like male mm-hmm. and then curves and circles and yeah. you know, like nature's all like squiggly lines. I remember uh, someone saying that was the name. Squiggly. <laughs> <It's crazy.
3: laughs> yeah, yeah, if you
2: look at like all the, the leaves and the, you know, it's everything's like that. But if you look at like a city, whoosh, so then also the, f- uh, what down. is
1: it, Fibonacci uh, yeah, yeah, rule? Yeah, yeah. It's got, yeah. like, spirals and lines.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Huh.
0: Yeah. All right, well, it's been an hour and a half. Hour i got to get going pretty soon. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, Sorry, guys. i got to get out of here. <laughs>
2: all
0: right. Did we get to balance much?
1: I mean, we talked about all these opposing, all these uh-huh. extremes.
0: I think it i think we kind of
4: covered the topic without like really it's like that the, thing
1: going around now tell me what you do without showing me what you do Have I, you seen I, i'll, that I'll bring it that?
4: back because i i think uh, at the beginning what you were saying what i got from our conversation anyways was there's a line between openness and i guess awareness for i'm not sure if i can think of a better term but i think the balance is somewhere between the two of being open-minded enough to receive new information but also being aware enough to know when you're maybe being too open. I, I, I don't know if I'm wording that right. I, I can see it in my head, but I can't think of how to get the words out. But mm. there's, there's a balance between being able to receive the world and new information and also understanding what you already know i guess your center point your your base that you have to build for yourself and then
3: mm-hmm.
4: to be able to grow like you need to maintain that balance between the two otherwise you fall mm-hmm. to the wayside one way mm-hmm. or the other if you're too open then you become yeah. open to influence mm-hmm. right And to yeah, yeah. what is a-
1: that thing knowing what you don't
3: know
4: right knowing what you don't Know-knowns, know known knowns yeah. unknown knowns and unknown
2: unknowns there's four of them yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it reminds me of the you know uh like Jordan Peterson puts it, like the the unknown and the known, right? And that the balance between those two, we talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's similar to your mapping story, that's the spiraling thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I was digging on, was like that idea that the self is the flagpole or the center or the cross, and then there's like a castle around it, and that's like your really known world. Mm-hmm. And then the area around it, the kingdom, that's, that's, that's the known world as well, but maybe the self is like inside the walls or whatever. Mm-hmm and and then the uh, hero goes out and like f- goes out into the unknown and makes it known mm-hmm. and so now you have more kingdom right and you also get the treasures of whatever uh, which maybe is even related to like going to other lands and you get there's a fruit there that you didn't mm-hmm. have right but maybe but you
1: well, still know how to go back to your castle right right like so that's that. the mapping yeah. part
2: which is cool because yeah. that's what i was digging on and that's what it is what you're doing when you're spiraling out is you're going into the unknown, yeah. and you're being open to those
0: but, things. But by a process, right? Mm-hmm, you're you're mm-hmm. doing it systematically, not right. just All right, haphazardly. And, that, and that's
2: the dragon thing again is uh, uh, well, just well, that the dragon's dangerous. Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna
4: say it also kind of goes back to jujitsu where you also need a bit of unbalance to maintain a balance, right? Because when you're spiraling out like that, you are putting yourself in a unbalanced state mm. to be able to find markers. That eventually create your balance because as you find those markers spiraling out, you are creating like a, a line of balance back to your center point. It, it's uh, I don't know my brain's in a weird space. No, no, so no, no, I don't no know this is I'm all good stuff. Any sense at all? No, but, that is all good yeah, stuff because like
2: but but like at the center of a spiral is a you know it's like the your center the cross. Of gravity. Essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. right. And I like how because you spiral out, you get confused. You know, you yeah. get, you like, you know, right? Yeah. That is like what's happening a little bit. Is yeah. Because you're so into the unknown that you just like have no grounding anymore. You got nothing to stand on. It's
1: yeah. like you're slowly yeah. learning how to react then. Yeah. Because like mm. reacting, you could just be reacting and not taking anything from that. Or you can react and then say, okay, I'll now, now you make a decision based mm-hmm. off of that. And then you slowly build your response yeah. mechanism.
0: Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Nice. Cool. All right. What do we got? <laughs> <razor>? <laughs> All
1: right. Until next time. All right. Don't forget to follow and subscribe. Sent okay. 420.
0: Awesome. Right. Don't be fucking woke. <laughs>